0: Respectfully disagree podcast episode 98 I believe it's 98 uh yeah I th- yeah 98 <sighs> I'm gonna give y'all a warning ahead of time some people may agree some people may disagree at the end of the day at this point in time personally I do not care. I'm just going to put it out there I don't care at this point Like Before I get started I ain't even going to start the conversation out that way Um, Long story short We're going to talk about The Netflix Special or series um, Titled The Ultimatum Marry me or move on And (laughs) <laughs> it's an interesting story on how this even came about. So real quick, um, last week, somehow, some way, I developed a sinus infection. And as a result of that, I was taking over-the-counter nasal spray. And like a dummy, I did not read the back of the box. I was unaware that if you use nasal spray for X amount of days consecutively, that it causes a reverse effect and can actually close and swell your nasal passages. So I was under so much sinus pressure, in which I get them all the time. And I get tired of, you know, going to the doctor, trying to get a, uh, antibiotic and all of that. And, I was like, you know what? Just pump full of over the counters and just live with it. But I was so congested and stuffy to where I started using the nasal spray. Now on the box, the part that I did see, it said four hour relief. Don't use it any more frequently than four hours. So I'm sitting here like literally counting down (laughs) four hours. This is like, it's been exactly four hours and then boom. I'm squirting again, almost like an addiction or something, but it was such a relief. And like I said, I didn't, I didn't know any better. So this was Tuesday night, Wednesday night, I go to lay down. And that's when I realized like, I couldn't breathe and you know how, you know what I'm saying? Like when you're congested, you got a little bit of air coming out of one side It's the, you know, the opposite side is stuffy or, you know, plugged up or whatever. But in this particular case, like nothing was coming out of either nostril. So now I'm beginning to panic and I was like scared to go to sleep because I was having to breathe out of my mouth. And it was so bad to the point to where like my mouth was getting chalky and my lips was dry because I was just sitting there breathing so much and I couldn't sleep. So again, long story short, I just so happened to be on Instagram on the shade room. And I saw a clip from this show titled the ultimatum where this chick goes through the guy's phone, saw some videos (laughs) and he flips out on her. And quite naturally, the comment section is like, oh, my God, typical man, get caught doing dirt and he becomes the victim type stuff. And I like those kind of conversations. So I'm like, you know what? Let me see what it's about. So I click on it in hopes of, you know, here, I'm, I'm going to go to sleep. And before I knew it, I'm watching it. Like, it's two o'clock in the morning. And because I couldn't sleep and I couldn't breathe, I ended up watching like six episodes only to go to the immediate care and was informed by the doctor that I had overused the nasal spray and that my nasal passages were inflamed and it was bad. I was also informed that you can form an addiction. Um, and that's part of the reason why I was up and couldn't sleep. So (laughs) I did it to my own self, but, it was a, it was a good thing because we're going to get this great podcast episode out of it. So I invited big bro. What's going on, Kevin?
1: What's going on, my man. Are you buckled in? (laughs) I am. It was, uh, it was quite entertaining. Um, I travel. I had a long day myself. Uh, Went to work about 12.30 a.m. I didn't leave the office till 5 p.m. Packed my bags, drove three and a half hours to Houston. Get to Houston, I relax. I get ready to lay down. So when I seen your status. And I was kind of like, hey, what is this? What are y'all talking about? And so I laid there and I listened about 30 minutes. And I was like, man it's kind of interesting. You know what? I'm going to stop it so that tomorrow it can get my full attention.
0: <laughs>
1: right. And
0: honestly like that's that's exactly how I was because my whole intentions of putting it on was just, you know, be nosy, see what social media are talking about, but the ultimate goal was to put myself to sleep because I'm not a big reality TV person. I honestly I don't I don't believe in that because I honestly feel like if you have the ability to stop, cut, edit, cut, take this out, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not truly reality. And that's just my opinion. I mean, there's a lot of takeaways from this. And that's why I was intrigued by it. And like I said, it it got to a point where I was like, okay, wait a minute. Like, this is actually pretty good. (laughs) But it was good in a sense of, I felt like, it was so toxic. It was so toxic. And I have some other clips because it's, it's crazy how all of this has happened because originally we were supposed to do, do one on Russell Wilson and, uh, the dude from the, I am athlete podcast calling him a square saying, how did you know, how did he pull Sierra? He's, you know, Russell Wilson is a square She's only with him because of his money. And we had a conversation set up and was lined up and hopefully we're able to get that off the ground. Uh, We actually had a female that was going going to do it with us. So I still want that to happen because I get tired of the label of you use your podcast or you use social media to bash women. And it's always a male's perspective and you don't never let women da, da 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 da. And it's like, too many times now I've said the mic is open. I'm on social media every day, all day. If anybody wants to get on here, they're more than welcome to get on here. But at this point I've extended the warm welcome. Nobody's accepted the invitation. So either you
1: like what I say or you don't. It's that simple. You can't defend this. This this is all. This is, Black and white ain't nothing a woman can say.
0: <laughs> That's exactly why I want to talk about it because I'm saying to myself, it's like it ain't necessarily men bashing women. To me, in my opinion, it's like I'm trying to highlight the obvious. Like, there has to be a common denominator in all of this. Like, if you keep seeing yourself in these situations then you have to be able to self-evaluate and understand like what part do I play in all of this? So like I said, we was originally supposed to do the Russell Wilson thing that didn't pan out. I'm watching this ultimatum thing and I've been tripping on social media because there's been a few people that's been talking about it here of late. And I've seen a few women that's actually like, all right, some of these chicks is crazy. But then today, I come across two videos on social media, and I was just like, you know what, this is perfect. Maybe it was meant for me to almost have a panic attack and suffocate here that night. But I'm gonna play these clips real quick, and man, let's 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 talk about this. And I'm gonna give a background of the show without necessarily spoiling the show for those that haven't seen it or heard of it. Because
1: I had nah, we I, gonna spoil. You know what? <laughs> F it. we going
0: to spoil it. F it. So I'm going to play this first clip. All
2: right. I remember my grandfather telling me, God rest his soul, before he passed away, that men have four different appetites that you have to tend to. He said, men are not complicated. He said, I'm just going to break it down to you. He told me, he said, men have a physical appetite, a visual appetite, a sexual appetite, and an emotional appetite and for a minute I really didn't understand it when I was younger but as I got older it really started to click it always stayed with me he said physically you need to make sure that you know how to cook and if you don't know how to cook then find out how to cook and if you can't then at least have a meal on the stove or in the stove by the time he gets there that's warm especially if that man is taking care of the household he said it don't take a lot of work he said it don't and I watched my grandmother do it I watched her do it so I know that I'm capable. He said a visual appetite. He said, keep yourself up. He said, if this man, if you're the only woman that this man is going to be with, at least keep yourself up. He said, because men need to still need to be stimulated visually. So that way they can crave you. He said, and yeah, he said, love will still be there. He said, and although your looks will fade, you the one woman that he wants to look at. Give him something. Excite him. Make him imagine something. Tease him. Right? And then there's a sexual my grandfather told me, he said that, yes, visually, you can stimulate a man. He said, but don't forget that men are sexual in nature. He said, and so they're going to want to do what they want to do to their woman. You're the only woman that he's sleeping with. you the only woman that he desired. Take some time out of y'all day. He said, look, if y'all got to share the responsibilities, share the responsibilities. You both do things in the house. So that way, when the kids are down, y'all both can bathe and oil each other down and do what y'all need to do. He said, that's going to help y'all connect. And then last one. He said, men do have an emotional appetite. He said, all men want to feel is appreciated, understood, heard. That's it. He said, just listen to him. You don't got to talk much. Just listen. He always told me that men are not that complicated. He's absolutely right.
0: You don't have to talk much. Just listen. Now, this is coming from a woman's perspective. Now, I'm going to play the other clip back to back. All right. There's, we we're not gonna dive into it yet. Back to back.
3: Shoot, I watched my mom have three jobs and come home and cook and clean. They think we're superheroes. Okay, no, but can we talk about this one? Because at what point are y'all going to fully understand that your moms and me moms that y'all idolize so much were victims? You romanticize and idolize the fact that she had five kids, worked five jobs, never slept, never ate. Baby, she was a victim. You had a front row seat to her suffering and your response is to wanna put somebody else through that too? It'll never cease to amaze me how males look down on women who don't wanna go through all that as if we are not as strong as women in your family. But y'all won't stop to ask, why didn't they have any help? Women sacrificing so much of who they are for their families is not anything you should want to repeat. Because yes, while it does deserve recognition that they were able to push through and do all those things, you should also be able to recognize that nine times out of ten she didn't actually want to do those things she just had to do those things just because she took care of you with a smile on her face doesn't mean she wasn't crying and struggling behind closed doors and it's time to get real about that okay
0: <laughs> that is that's the topic of this of this conversation because to me and I'm open the floor up to you that in it's own self shows you that people, I'm not just going to put women in a box. I'll say people, people are a walking contradiction. And it's like, there's, there's no way you can win when it pertains to this subject. Again, people, this is just my opinion. Um, did you see the Cam Newton thing?
1: No, what was that?
0: Cam Newton was on a podcast and Cam Newton said, I grew up in a household with, what he say? My mother, my father, and my grandmother. He said, I had two strong women in my household that knew how to take care of a man. And this day and age, everybody wants to be a bad bitch and pop off and they don't know how to, how to shut up. He said, they don't know how to sit back and be quiet at times and let a man lead. He was like half of y'all don't even know how to cook, but you have this, Mentality of I'm a bad bitch and this and that. he's like no nah, I, I I was surrounded by strong women who allowed their their husbands to be the man and lead and this and that and then he got destroyed for that. They was even talking about it on on ESPN and all of that and then Pam from Martin, she made a tweet and was like, when are we going to talk about how? women African American women need to stop emasculating men and they destroyed her. They killed her. Now that's two audio clips, Cam Newton and Pam from Martin and cap it off with the ultimatum on Netflix. And it's like, It's the perfect storm Because I understand where women are coming from But you also have to understand Where men are coming from as well So With all of that being said Which part do you want to tackle first? The audio clips Or we gonna dive all the way in to Netflix We we
1: can start with the audio clips Work away to the to the Netflix ultimatum.
0: <laughs> so, what are your initial thoughts when you heard the first clip, where the woman is like, you know, there's four ways to a man. <sighs> a
1: I partially agree with some. Um, the cooking part. I I can I can go with or without. Um, you know, I, I know how to throw down myself. I don't I don't need to have that, that hot meal when I walk in the door. I I we did experience, you know, our grandfather come in and he sat down and had a tray place for him, had a plate at the hot meal.
0: Had a nice cold and, pepper, sweet tea.
1: Yeah. And at the end of the day, all Granddaddy could do was boil some red hot dogs.
0: <laughs> Come on, man. Don't do Granddaddy like
1: that. Uh, no, I'm just saying. All Franks. Granddaddy could do was boil some red
0: hot dogs. The Big Franks. Yep.
1: And so, you know, at, at the end of the day, I, I took it upon myself to, to learn how to how to, you know, cook a little something, something. But at the end of the day, you know you're still in that little Casanova phase, so you you want to add that in. That's wow. part of your part of your your trap too. You won't be able to cook so, somebody, huh? So, but again, like I said, at the end of the day, that that's really not important if if she can cook or not. I didn't. I done had a few relationships where food burning bacon, <laughs> burning toast. Don't know how to season chicken. Just like, man, just go sit down. Look, what Look, was old girl go. the
0: other day that put the season in the, in the grease? Oh, grease? Oh,
1: man. man.
0: <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, man.
1: I be like, nah, I, I got to weep an order out. I ain't eat this shit. <laughs> Uber Eats. <laughs> man.
0: She said that was a recipe that was passed down, man. Come on now.
1: That yeah, must have been from wife.
0: <laughs> look, look, don't do that, man. <laughs> Emma, we already been digging been a ditch, home. even touching this conversation
1: already, That's from her Come on, ball. Ain't no black grandmama doesn't show her no shit like
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> black folks put seasoning in the flour. They season the chicken. They like, nah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. I ain't never in my life nobody See nobody season no greed. That that was a new one for me. What was it's, that, Paula Patton? Yep. Yeah,
0: she was confident with it too, man. That's why I just. Man. Oh, man. Social media. She even have a husband? <sighs> she got a family? I'm at the Google. I don't, I don't know nothing about them people.
1: And that's why I said. So you know, then,
0: go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I ain't mean to cut you off. No,
1: nah, all I was gonna say was then. Uh, what was it? It was the cooking. Then she said, "What the uh, sexual the And no,
0: take it lie back. Keep yourself up. She said, "Keep yourself up."
1: I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Make yourself presentable. Even, even your boy. What's your boy? Mr. Samuel. Come out the bonnet bandit. Put them damn bonnets up. Nobody want not Let your hair
0: down. <laughs> <laughs> See, you the reason why they say I be bashing women, though. Nah. I'm not. But I'm just saying. We just giving it from our perspective, and that's fair. Like I said, I, I've attempted to, to open that door. It is what it but, is. That's the
1: Aubrey in the bonnet yesterday,
0: didn't it? Look, my kids sleep in them. Yeah, <laughs> start them young. Start them
1: young. But it was easy. See them man. at the kid at school. They up at the school in you know? them, and they flip flop, <laughs> pajama pants. i see it all.
0: They' gonna make Monique mad too. So yeah, she said, be uh, presentable. Present yourself. Be presentable. Uh, she said, cooking be presentable. Then she said, you know, be sexual behind closed doors. You know, you guys keep it, keep yourself, keep it going. Keep him warning you is how I took it. Hey, you keep him
1: drained. You, you he be too tired to leave and go out and do something else. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> keep him empty. He ain't going nowhere. <laughs> he walk out the house. He ain't shoot up, but dust. He ain't even trying. To, I'm tired. That's all." You gotta
0: worry about it Ladies Do I your hope you're listening I hope you're listening And then uh, lastly she said He just wanna be
1: heard You ain't gotta
0: be doing all that damn talking
1: Boy if I had a dollar every time I had to say "shut up," uh, Please <laughs> Just, stop.
0: just which, stop Which is perfect that's why I'm saying That's why it, it, it's all gonna tie in It's all gonna come full circle with this Netflix stuff But uh, real quick I'm going to hit the button.
3: I disagree. I'm
0: going to respectfully disagree because I'm spoiled. And at this point, it might be why I'm hitting the gym hard as usual. At least once a year, I look at myself in the mirror and get ashamed and say, I got to lose some weight. But my wife cooks. My wife takes good care of me. Shout out to my wife. Um, I too know how to cook and clean and fend for myself if case need be. But I will say that my wife comes from a strong family of women who still enjoy cooking and passing down recipes and things of that nature. So it's nothing for her to come home and put her foot down and make sure we have a nice hot meal she even goes in there and, and experiments with different things. And to me, I want that. You reference granddaddy coming home to a hot meal. And a lot of those things that my grandmother was able to prepare, some of those things I'll never taste ever again. You know it like I know it. And a lot of that stems from the fact that we had a homegrown garden in the backyard. She actually had cookbooks where you saw handwritten notes and she's scratching out things that's in the cookbook and adding her own twist and flavors to it. And when she got in the kitchen, it to me it came out perfected. Whether it was pies, you know what I'm saying, fried corn. A
1: cheeseburger. Jeez. That's what
0: I'm saying. So it's <laughs> like I,
1: you I thought of the franchise with cheeseburger.
0: That's probably why I'm over at Cheeseburger Eddie now. Um, Love cheeseburgers. But that's what I'm saying is like for me, I think that is an important factor because I'm not one that's always wanting to go out to eat and constantly spending money and doing this and doing that. And it's like, by the time you take the money that you use to go out to eat every other night, you could have used that for groceries and actually had a, a home cooked meal. And I'm not saying that the woman has to cook all the time because there was a point in our relationship where I used to cook, you know, we'll take turns and things of that nature. Now, granted I might've slacked off in that department. Um, but that also comes with now we got kids. So my kids are quick to tell me we didn't like it. Daddy. It wasn't good. So, you know what I'm saying here? I let my wife do her thing. So I respectfully disagree with that aspect of it now going to the next clip I saw online where a lot of women were co-signing what this lady was saying in terms of here this woman is with five kids, five different jobs and y'all applauding her talking about how strong she was. And she was a victim. And again, I'm going to hit the button. I disagree. Because you have to be able to elaborate on that. And at some point in time, you have to still be able to use the word accountability. Because who's to say that this lady wasn't in a stabilized, you know, stable home and had all these things going for her? And something tragic happened and they split or whatever. And now she has to become the sole provider. And as a woman, she's doing whatever it takes to make sure her kids are well taken care of. So I am going to look at her as a strong woman. She's not a victim depending on the circumstances or even on the flip side. If it ain't, as a result of something tragic happening, but this is a result of,
1: Car oh, so, girl, summer. Yeah.
0: you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> like you going out here, popping them out like, like it's nothing. And from dude to dude and this and that you created that environment for yourself. So you're not the victim in my opinion. Like you still have to hold your own self accountable. And that's why I said it all ties into this ultimatum thing, because it's like, Marry me or move on. And it's like, <laughs> who told you to sit here and pump out all these kids by different people and whatever the situation is. And don't get me wrong. Not every woman that has kids by multiple men are hot girl. Some of advocates or whatever. I'm not implying that, but it's like at some point in time, you have to say, you know what? if I'm bringing children into this world, then what environment am I bringing them into? And that's where you have to hold yourself accountable because once they're here, then you have to do whatever you need to do to provide for them. Unless you're trying to become a leech and you just want a man to take care of you and your baggage. What's your thoughts on that?
1: Pretty much the same as yours. It is. She, she wasn't specific in in what she was saying or what makes them a a victim. Um, and I mean, they could be a victim. I've seen situations where they got five, four, five kids by the same toxic guy over and over again. That could make him a victim. You know, you just don't, you don't know the, the, the situation or, or the circumstance behind that particular post. But uh, at the end of the day, you said it well. Accountability. You got to hold yourself accountable.
0: Right. And so I said, like, I'm, I'm a strong advocate, whether it's for men or women. Kids don't bring themselves into this world. They don't. You choose who you lay down with and conceive. And...
1: Sometimes you don't. <laughs> sometimes you don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all
0: right. Touche. That's fair. <laughs> That's why I'm glad you're here, man. Because at the end of the day, it's it's a it's a great conversation to have, and and we can make light of it without people feeling like we sitting
1: here. Yeah, sometimes you folks. don't. I'm over here crying. I this damn $1,900 a month. I spend every month. And you, what'd you say? You should have bought a bottle of uh, you know You know what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> you did
0: that to yourself. <laughs> you did that to yourself. Because uh, we've had episodes on this podcast where I Man. told you, I, I took that slander. I took them bullets. Oh, you scared. You scared. Nah, I ain't taking mm-hmm. it off. I ain't taking take it off for of what? I ain't got no point to prove to you. Not at all. Yeah. Mm. These are the consequences. <laughs> These are the consequences.
1: in thirty days, boy, one down. <laughs> one down. Shout out
0: nephew, man. Shout out nephew. We uh, we booking them tickets today, man. And one down, three work. to
1: go. Five yes. years, six months, thirty-two days, fourteen seconds. <laughs> For number two,
0: <laughs> man. So those two clips man and and we'll we'll jump into the show because I like I said to me it shows you everybody is just on one end of the spectrum or the other and I'll be fair and say there's no right or wrong that chick if she feels that way and she don't want to look at at the situation as anything other than them being a victim then she's entitled to feel that way um I'll look at so She's gonna be home
1: along with her robes with the attitude she got. And <laughs> there you go. She's gonna be home with her robes. There you go. And I miss
0: honestly, that. man, and that, be home with the road. That's the part that I pay attention to. It's like who who are the people that's co signing this and what are their backgrounds? And there are a lot of similarities and I'll, I'll leave that. I'll leave that door closed. Um. So it's like the first clip, you have a wholesome woman in my eyes that's saying, you know what? My grandfather or grandmother, whatever she said, gave me the tools and the tips on how men can be simple. It shouldn't be complicated. And if you're willing to do these small things, then hopefully the man is willing to go above and beyond and cherish you and treat you like the queen that you deserve to be. If you're doing all of those things. So then on the other shoe, <laughs> you got this chick that's making this video and it's just like, Oh Lord, that's what's making dude walk out right there. That's why he's stepping out and he got all kind of kids all over the place because, he don't even want to come home
1: and hear that. So that's why I, I said it's
0: a it's a walking
1: contradiction. <laughs> I mean you know what? I'm I'm staying at work at ten o'clock. I ain't come <laughs> home till y'all go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga create work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Perfect, man. That's the perfect transition into this show. Like I said, it's on Netflix. It's actually 10 episodes. And I'm kind of mad at myself that I watched 10 episodes. Really, I watched it twice because after I watched those first six episodes that first night, I started talking to my wife about it. And I was like, I think this is something that me and you should watch because as I was looking at it, I saw a few characteristics of myself. I didn't want to be disrespectful, but I was like, I saw some characteristics that, that reflect some of her and some of the conversations that we've had in our own household. And I was like, you know what? This will be interesting. Like we can watch this and maybe learn from it or laugh at it or whatever the case may be. So in reality, I really watched it twice. And it's, it's again, like I said, I didn't want to spoil it. You said you don't care, take the gloves off. But it's six couples. And quite naturally, as in the title says, it's called the ultimatum. Marry me or move on. And these couples, one you know, one person in the in the relationship has presented this I'm ready to get married. I'm tired of waiting. You need to do whatever you need to do. And the whole premise of this show is we're going to come here, speed date with the other couples to see if any of them are compatible with us. And you're going to choose a partner to live with or a pretend marriage for three weeks. After that three weeks is up, you're going to come back to your original partner take what you may or may not have learned and then live with them for three weeks. And then after that three weeks is up, here's the ultimatum: We either going to get married, we're going to leave, or I'm going to choose the person who I was with in the original three weeks, the first three weeks. So with that being said, as you started watching it, how did you feel?
1: When I started watching this, what <clears throat> me the most was I have dated each woman, each personality, so it's just like watching your life and rewind, like you have experienced all that when the, the, what's the girl, the white boy, Kobe.
0: Kobe With, the, and, with and the white
1: girl, Madeline. Like, when that chick seen that boy, Randall, you saw a fire light in her eye. Immediately. Yeah. It's like, I've been into, like, I've seen that look, you know what I'm saying? She was ready. I've had, I've had, Women like the black girl. What was her name? Shanique. 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 The the attitude that like, like, uh, just shut up and leave me alone.
0: Yeah, she, she definitely had me fired up. The whole and,
1: time. and just like, just coming into it, I was like, this is going to be interesting. So, you know, you're watching them date, you're watching them mingle, and just, you instantly see the chemistry between which couples and you like, I knew the outcome. Like I,
3: yeah,
1: I knew what was going to happen. Damn near just about all. of. Us. Only thing that threw me off was the Randall guy in the sense of, I thought he would have, he would have left. How do I say that? I thought that he would have taken advantage of the situation that he was in. <laughs> <laughs> and he would have explored everything that was presented to him.
0: <laughs> Here, right.
1: <take> <laughs> right. So that's
0: a fair assessment without necessarily spoiling it or whatever. I know we kind of leaving a lot of things unexplained. And we're speaking on it from a perspective of two people that actually have seen it and, and knows what occurred. Ben's watching. I sat there for 10 straight hours. But see, that's what I was saying. I was like, "Nah, like I'm embarrassed because like I literally watched it twice (laughs) in two days. I ain't gonna say two days. I'll say three. I'll give me three. But as I'm watching it and I'm saying to myself, okay, like I said, there's six couples out of six couples. One, two, three, four chicks. Gave the ultimatum, and two dudes gave the ultimatum, correct? The only dudes that gave the ultimatum was Kobe and Madeline. And then the Nate dude gave the ultimatum to Lauren, correct?
1: Right, right. So, for the baby, yeah.
0: They all had their own personal reasons for why they gave each other the ultimatum. And I think that's the part that I want to dive into the most. Without, you know, spilling it or spoiling it, I won't give any names of who gave each other what, but it's like I heard everything from you're ready to get married, but you make more money than he does, and you were not happy about that. So you're putting the pressure on him to not only marry you, but he has to do better in terms of being the sole provider, because she doesn't want to marry somebody who makes less than she does. Then you have a situation where somebody's like, we've been together for two years. I know what I want. I'm ready to get married right now. No questions asked. And if you're not ready to marry me, then you need to quit wasting my time. Then you got one that's like, I need you to communicate and open up to me and let me know that you're really here for me. And if you're not ready to communicate and open those lines, then I need to go out and find who's out there for me because I'm ready to be married. So I'm listening to all these different things and these reasons for why they're ready to get married. And what stuck out to me the most is that I feel like they were all young. Everybody was in their early twenties. So in my mind, in my opinion, I was like, this is heading down the wrong path anyway, because don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it's not possible to know what you want that early in life. Some people do, but for me at 23, 24 years old it's like, unless you done got it all out of your system, that's, that's a tough task. Is that fair? It is. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like, Yeah. you know you asking the right one <laughs> <laughs> I'm being real though man Because it's like and, and
1: it, Sometimes it ain't even It may be out of your system But you may get put in, in a situation Kind of like some of these gentlemen were put in And you like what do you do
0: <laughs> So it's like That's the part that I didn't necessarily agree with Because I'm like not saying that they were too young to know what they want, but it's like, you're in a position where you're giving somebody this ultimatum and based on your personalities and the things that y'all are arguing and fighting about. It's like, I didn't see any of them lasting, even if they did propose, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like that, yeah, that marriage ain't going to last long. Like, there's no way that I would deal with that or, or tolerate that. And it's like, a lot of the dudes were catching hell because they all in a sense was like, I haven't asked you to marry me because I'm not financially stable yet. Like I'm not ready to take on that task because I need to make sure I have everything that I need in my life in order before I decide, Hey, I want to get married, take on a family. And These chicks were offended by that. So, again, here I go. I disagree. I wholeheartedly disagree with that. And they were saying that that's an excuse, they were using that as an excuse. And I know for myself, prior to me, you know, asking my wife to marry me, I had a whole lot of things that I needed to get in order. And I knew damn well I wasn't ready to, you know, take on the the burden of not only taking care of myself, but now I have to take care of somebody else and provide and a roof and make sure everything is in order. Like, I didn't even have that in order for myself yet. How am I going to do that for somebody else? And them chicks is like, you're never going to be prepared. You're just supposed to take it head on. Now I'm going to ask this question to you. Do you honestly feel like, and maybe I am for to put women in a box, but it's like, say the guy does, you know what? I may not be financially ready, but I know I'm ready to marry you. Get down on one knee, get married. And as soon as they get married, it's Rocky out the gate. How long is she going to stick around?
1: Definitely not long. You may not even get married because if you ain't got no money, if you ain't came with no big ass rock, she's <laughs> gonna turn your ass down anyway.
0: So that's what I'm saying. It's like it's it's so much that that goes into that, and that's why i was just like the whole conversation in itself. It makes me mad because I can see how people think, oh man, they just attacking women or whatever. But it's like, come on, bro. Like the size
1: of the ring nah. matters. These dudes, though, I I give them that. Like I saw some growth in some of these cats. Like this nigga,
0: like he cried on TV. Like I felt bad. Nah. That's why I was just like, nah like I'm." It may be bad for me to say, but I, I was hoping that all the dudes just walked away. I was hoping all of them walked away, man. Leave them all alone, nah, because every last one of these chicks is is toxic in their own individual way, and that's why the show was interesting to me because it threw me for a loop. Like I honestly was watching it. With the expectations of these dudes were just gonna be out here wilding, I ain't ready to settle down, they getting drunk, hollering at chicks, they doing all these things while these women are just sitting around begging for affection and love and you know what I'm saying? But it was the complete opposite. Like the the Zay and Ray relationship is what stuck out the most to me. Because she's the one who gave this dude the ultimatum. And she's the one that was like, I need you to open up and communicate and tell me what you want. I'm ready to get married, this and that. And right out the gate, dude was like, I want to be with you. I want to marry you. I love you. I love everything about you. And she's sitting there looking stupid. And it caught me off guard. I'm like, okay, why are y'all here again? But in the end, it's like he was giving her everything that she wanted, and it still wasn't enough. And that's when you're just like, nah, like, man, these chicks just they wow, dude. <laughs> they wow. Delusional. That's the word I want to use, is delusional. So talked about the chick who was like, he's gotta make more than she does. Then the chick with the the kids situation Nate Here's a man who gave The woman the ultimatum Because he wants To marry her He wants a family he wants Kids but she didn't Want kids What's your take on that
1: Um I thought it was interesting And With him, I don't think that they're going to last because he he just seems like an arrogant little prick.
0: Nah, he was scary.
1: And uh, her her reasoning was, you know, he works too much. There's no communication. She felt like she was going to be in it on her own. Now, the guy, Kobe, like, this dude is head over heels in love with his – he's ready to marry her, but she's that – drunk snow bunny that (laughs) wants to party, she's not ready to settle down at all. And she knows she's got a fool and she's just leading him on. And I thought Kobe and Lauren would have made a, a, a good couple. Like He was able to talk to her and open her mind. I think he's the main reason why she even said yes you think so? Because like if you think about it, like I said, he was like I want to nurture her and, and let her know like there's there's different avenues about this. And, and if you look at it, I want to help her through this process to be like, "Hey, I'm here for you." Like, you know what I'm saying?
0: Right. Nah. No, I, Whereas, I
1: That part it's, that's a hard topic for because I, I do not I don't know no black people that playing no babies. <laughs> 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 At all. <laughs> nah,
0: that's a whole like you know what, that that's an interesting topic in its own self. It's like
1: <sighs> the only ones that playing baby is the ones who, who care. And they, they have a hard time uh conceiving. That's the only time Ooh, I see black man. people Don't do that.
0: that man Don't, don't put nobody I'm in it. a box like that man I'm, I'm it's,
1: dude, a, it's a, I don't but, know I Kevin Harper Of the people I know I don't know any black people you say, Oh honey let's Have a baby
0: I'm ovulating. Let's
1: just our family
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm ovulating right now is the perfect time I ain't gonna say that because I do know a few people I, don't know. I know a few people that are like you know what? Like we're actively trying or whatever. Um, That's cool. I think it's a good well, thing. I know when
1: somebody hand me a stick. I'm like, oh, okay. no, <laughs> boy. <laughs>
0: look, look. That make two of us I make two oh, of us man. Shout out to my daughter Aubrey, man. Without Aubrey, I don't know where I, where I would be at right now. <laughs> I would have been done had an ultimatum a long time ago. A long time ago, Aubrey changed my life. I came home to the stick. She was standing upstairs. Look at this. What is that? Nah, it ain't. No, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. But honestly, no, all jokes aside, man, that's a that's an interesting conversation in its own self because I feel like I think that's the difference between our culture. And this may not be a first statement, but I feel like we used the word accountability earlier to start out this episode. And I feel like that could be a remedy to some of our generational curses in a sense. It's like, like we're steadily talking about how things are, are bad, you know, we growing up in all these, you know, poverty stricken environments and things of that nature. Whereas if we actually took the time to want more for ourselves, expect more for our current, you know, existing children and teach them the, the pros and the cons of waiting, you know, and it's, it's hard in today's day and age where, you know, sexual activity, in my opinion, is just, it's everywhere. Like, you can't escape it. You know, everybody has a cell phone and stuff now. And with TikTok and Instagram, like all of these things, like sexual images and sexuality is just being shoved down our faces to where, you know what I'm saying? We all hit puberty. We all have hormones and you all get curious and you want to experiment. It's like now people just pumping out kids and it, it all ties into what we're saying. And it's like, you have them at a young age and you're not even ready to take on that responsibility because somebody's taking care of you and that's how those cycles just keep going and going and going so for those that do things the right way and actually sit down and plan their kids to me that's an accomplishment like that's an achievement yeah because you're creating an environment that's already established not saying that even if you do come from an established home that, that your kids can not go out and have babies early and this and that, I'm not saying that that's the answer to it, but I feel like that could help remedy a lot of the things that we do complain about. If we quit glorifying premarital sex and things like that, or not even being married, just quit glorifying having a baby daddy and a baby mama and this and that. I feel like that's embedded in our culture.
1: Well, I'm surprised that I'm surprised that that man Zay didn't bust that girl head to the white meat. This man done pulled his heart out, and like you said, she sat there and looked at him like he was crazy. This nigga done cried. He done did the whole night. and she just like, I had to bust her head. Like, we on TV. Exactly. You said they doing me like that? Exactly. Nah.
0: And that's why I said, you know, nah. look, again, driving back home, the, the overall. Topic. It's a walking contradiction because you brought this man on the show because you were so in love and head over heels. And when he's trying to give you that, you're giving him the cold shoulder because you fail for somebody else. And in the end, you didn't even finish with, with that. It's like, you don't even know what you want. And that's what I'm saying. It's like the, the idea of marriage It's like, in my opinion, everybody wants to have this big, fancy, high-profile wedding. Like you said earlier, the big wedding ring, the big ceremony, the big everything. But then when it's time to put boots on and put in the work to keep this going, you don't have what it takes. And that's how I felt about the Shanique chick. I was like, she just wanted to go through the ceremony part of it. It wasn't even about having somebody who genuinely cares and loves her. She just wanted to put a ring on. And that's all I think about is that Beyonce generation put a ring on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, You go in the club and you dance and you shake your little finger in the air. You do all these things and you think that's all it's about is just the having fun and, oh, my God, I'm a bad this and bad that. And he put a ring on it. But then once you get it, you don't
1: have what it takes to keep it. You know, there's a black show uh, on the OWN Network called Put a Ring on It. No, I don't know because I I
0: don't I don't watch this type of stuff, man. That's why I'm. I'm... And
1: it's similar to ultimatum. So they go out on dates with other people, and at the end of the process, they uh, decide if they're going to stay with their person or not.
0: It's crazy, man! It's crazy.
1: Pretty in it, hey? I watched the episode last night, and the black girl bought the dude in. For the show because she wanted whatever. So he's on his date and the doctor set it up to where him and his date are in the same location with her and her date. Her and her date is there at first and she's all giggly and all into him. But then she see him walk in with his date and this girl about 6'3", bad. <laughs> she couldn't even look at dude no more. She focused on them. They almost got a fight up in that abocha grill last night.
0: But you know what? And that happened several times even with this with this show. And it's like, even with that, once they decided who they were going to spend those first three weeks with, the dudes who were brought on this show by their lady is like, okay, this is what you wanted me to do. I'm going through this full experience. I'm doing what they're asking me to do. But then on the flip side, they get mad at the dude for going through the whole experience. And I'm like, you can't have it both ways. Like, what the fuck do you want? Excuse my language. Like, like what the fuck is it that you want? You want love. You want him to communicate. You want him to be here for you but then he's going through all this stuff for you that you put him through. And then you tell him that he shouldn't have a natural reaction in terms of they're landing a the bed with somebody and you don't expect him to get an erection. Like that don't even make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. It's like, that's not even human nature, bro. Like, How do you lay next to somebody and not be aroused if they're attractive? You know what I'm saying?
1: Uh, She wouldn't smash the cat when she found out he he got an erection. (laughs)
0: That's what I'm saying. It's like you can't have it both ways. You can't say you're ready to be married and then you drag him through all of this. And then once he's going through it, then you get mad at him for going through it. And out of jealousy and out of spite, you turn around and and sleep with the person that you chose. So I said, it's, it's just, it's a walking contradiction. And the reason why I wanted to watch it is just because of that. It's like, I feel like everybody needs to look at it because as a man, we'll sit here and say all these things and women get defensive or vice versa. Women say these things and men get defensive. And it's like, okay, instead of you taking my word for it, now you have a visual. Let's look at this together and try to relate this to our situation and see how we can do things different so we don't look like they look. Because a lot of them look foolish. And I did feel bad for a lot of the dudes. And that's why I caught some flack in my own household because I kept making the post. I was like, poor Kings. And you know what I'm saying? Me and my wife, we got this little inside joke or whatever. She's always saying that I don't never take up for women or whatever. And I'm like, but I'm, I'm giving you the explanation as to why, like these dudes are sitting here confessing their love. And like you said, they crying and these chicks is just looking at them and then, Oh, I'm going back to Jake. You know what I'm saying? Like, how does that work?
1: Right.
0: This dude landing the bed crying and begging you. And then you won't talk to, you know what? I'm glad I said that because the, the Madeline Kobe situation, she goes through his phone, finds out that he's been having this conversation with this chick. And he's at that point in time, he's like, let's talk about it. I've explained this to you already, blah, blah, blah. She goes and locks herself in the bathroom. Won't talk to him. He gets his shit and he leaves. He's gone for the night. She's blowing his phone up. Where are you at? Why are you not calling me? Blah, 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 blah. So then when he finally does show back up, she's like, we need to talk about this. He's like, no, I don't feel like it right now. I'm not ready to talk about it. Why are you just closing me off? Why aren't you being man enough to talk to me about it? And I believe I deserve that much to just talk about it. It's like, do you not hear yourself? You locked yourself in the bathroom and refused to talk to him when he wanted to talk about it. But now that you're ready to talk about it, he's supposed to talk about it? It makes zero sense.
1: Zero. I wonder how he felt when he saw how wild that helper was and how, how she wanted that chocolate stick. <laughs>
0: Look, that would have been my reason for not going through with it because this and you I'm know, telling you.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm waiting for that baby to come out. I want to see what that baby look like. <laughs>
0: I'm the pappy. I'm the pappy. Uh, but like, like real talk though, because it's like, he's the one who gave her the ultimatum, but she flipped it in terms of what is he doing to prove that? He's worthy But at the same token It's like She's Full blown Trying to hook up With the dude That she picked But then made everything About him As if He done something to her And that's why I I'll just sitting there Dumbfounded
1: I really was But this show it, it makes you It makes you look at At your own life Though like you said Like Like in in real time and in real perspective and like really evaluate things that you've done, situations you've been in. And like with that being said, the first two marriages they shouldn't count. All that shit was for the wrong reason. Wasn't was no love involved. It was some love. Money, uh saving money, some types like it wasn't no, oh, this is the person I want to spend my life with. So I screwed off a lot of years of my life for the wrong mm-hmm. And I've dated, been in, in situations with people, and I can honestly say I have not come across somebody where I had that, like, this is it. I want to <laughs> spend the rest of my life with her. <laughs> she does this for me. I ain't got that feeling yet, and and it it all stems from um just your, like I said, life experiences, man. Like women, like Madeline, I I've, I've seen Madeline. When Madeline wants that stick, I done gave it to Madeline. Like, and that scares me. Like, I I know how easy it is, how little effort it takes, and a lot of cases. And it, it just it just scares you. Like you don't want to be that fool at the end of the day. So
0: it boils down to trust and, issues.
1: Like they say, they won't communicate. I don't. I don't know nobody that that communicate like that. I, motherfucker, go lock himself. Like you said, in the bathroom, don't want to talk. And all. I haven't come across nothing real yet. And hopefully. One day I will. I'm getting old as damn. I'm have to do something. Yeah, you definitely old,
0: but uh, let I'm I'm gonna give you some little words of wisdom here. We are gonna turn this into a uh, a positive, and then we'll jump off here. Cause like I said, it, it was a great conversation, fun conversation, and without you know giving too many spoilers or ruining it for people, um, I highly encourage people to look at it though. Because like you just said Look at
1: it as a couple Watch watch it with with your significant other And like Shows like that Is all I'm
0: going to say Because like I said It it sparked different conversations Both good and bad In my household I'm not Let me take that back I'm not going to say bad Because It wasn't bad It was just a We didn't see it From each other's perspective And that was one of them will agree to disagree type moments because I offered for her to come on here and she said she really didn't want to talk about it. And that's why I was like, you know what? I don't want to open up that, that box. But I told you all, I started watching it and I was like, nah, I was like, I want to watch this with my wife because I saw a lot of similarities in a lot of those dudes and things like that. But going back to what you were saying, and this is just my perspective. And I've told you like you, my brother, man, we've known each other all of our lives. And, uh, I've taken them bullets of, uh, you ain't one of us and you don't go out and do this and do that. And it's like, for the same reasons why you're saying that you've been with the Madeline and give me this and give me that. And you give it to him. I was able to prevent myself from doing that. And it's like, does it make me corny at the end of the day? I might be Russell Wilson. (laughs) I might be Russell Wilson at the end of the day. But it's like, I wanted to save myself those headaches. And I'm not saying that, you know, you're exempt from that because you can be the nicest guy in the world and don't put yourself in situations for things like that to occur. And it's the woman that steps out. And I guess that's what you're saying. In a sense.
1: But they still gonna use you because there's a girl back home I used to deal with and uh, seen her on social media. And I'm like, girl, this nigga, you were ugly. Like, what the hell? You find this man? What you doing? How did this even happen? I'm tired of pretty niggas taking advantage of me. I married him because I knew that nobody else wanted him and he'll treat me right. I'm like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I believe you because I actually know somebody. And if if they listen to this, they'll know who I'm talking about. But I, I know somebody where she said she dates only ugly dudes why she's infatuated with dudes who's like, I don't even know how you go through that process. It's like, do you ask your your lady friends like, Hey, is he burnt up? And if they all agree, then you go give him your number. Well, I don't know how that works, but it's like, that's the thing, man. And I get it. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. That's why I said, I want to end it on a, on a lighter note, on a good note. So nobody feels attacked or anything like that. It's like, I think, people need to understand that there is no such thing as a perfect man or a perfect woman. (laughs) And it ain't even in a sense of intimacy or infidelity and things like that. It's just, you're going to argue, you're going to fight, you're going to have big old explosions. And after it all explodes, are you willing to pick up all the pieces, even the tiny pieces and glue them all back together and make it stronger until it blows up again? Or are you willing to just leave all the parts on the ground and keep it moving? Or if you do try to put it back together, you still leave the small pieces and now your, your box is, is not sturdy, it's not reliable, so it's going to fall down anyway. It's going to crumble anyway.
1: And I don't know, little bro. Did you see that that documentary they had on Netflix where uh, them cats went over to Brazil? Now that's, they, they listen to, to Beyonce. They cater to you over there. They had a whole special on <laughs> black men going over to Brazil.
0: Even when I try to, try to give some words of encouragement, there you go, man. I'm just
1: saying they had have, have, it was on Netflix, man. I watched it. That's why I was trying to get me a passport. <laughs> if it's crypto blow
0: up, man, I'll send you
1: over. dog. I'll send you over. Oh, I can go over and live like a king. I get this little disability check. Yeah, they multiply that sucker about four five times. Shit, I'm good. <laughs> I'm
0: trying to help people, man. I'm trying to be real now because there's no such thing. But no, I'm not. Go ahead. Go I ahead. asked you had
1: you seen it That nah. was an actual documentary I told um, you I don't
0: watch stuff like that man That's why this whole Ultimatum thing Just threw me for a loop now, I don't look at stuff like that There's a reason And that's why I told you It's like going back to what you said It's like I know If you put yourself In environments For things to happen Like You have to be prepared If things happen Like So That comes with the territory In my opinion And that's why I referenced How young they were Because 22, 23 Like you talking about Fresh out of college If you decided to go And you're still trying to figure out the world Like think about me Okay And I ain't gonna ramble too long it's like from zero to 18, all I knew was Clinton, Kentucky, Fulton, Mayfield, Paducah, Union City. That's uh what? 50-mile radius, north, south, east, and west, per se?
1: Yeah.
0: Give or take. And yeah. I leave and go to Lexington. I'm introduced to a whole different type of environment, a whole different atmosphere as it pertains to socializing with people and how passive aggressive or some people just flat out say what they want and no strings attached type things that, that to me was like, I had no idea that that existed. I had never experienced that. So with that being said, some people, when they graduate from college, it's like, you had this relationship, you in love with this person, you think this is the one for you, but then you take a job that's in a whole different state or a whole different city. And then you see what the rest of the world has to offer. And now you're like, damn, <laughs> did I make a mistake? Like the world has more to offer than just what I'm comfortable with.
1: Paducah, Kentucky, and then move to Houston, Texas. I figure my brother. I figure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like like real talk, man. It's like I know we laughing, but I'm being honest. Like, and that's where I feel like, you know, it works for some people where it's like, I know this is the one, this is who I want to be with, blah 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 blah. But it's like you have to be for certain because if you put yourself in a in a position to where you get curious or you're vulnerable like some of these dudes where it's like you go out and leave and you out all night and it's like man I'm mad at her I got drunk got this and that. I'm not saying that there's that's an excuse but it's like it happens it happens every day so to me in my opinion as a married man you have to... Be ready to let a lot of that go,
1: dog. And I know I made. you have to experience the world before you can't. <laughs> I don't suggest you go into those committed, fully relationships until you like
0: Get explore the world
1: sister. and and see what's out there. That's what so I'm the saying? first time you leave Mayberry, like we did, with black and white people. <laughs> and I was actually a good husband to my first wife for a good three and a half years. I ain't look at another woman. I ain't touch another woman, had no desire with another woman. And it just so happened she was out of town. It was spring break. My people come uptown, up to Houston for spring break, and we go out, and I seen a black and Asian girl, for the very first time in my life, and she liked me back, and it was
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> at least you being honest, man. And that's why she was so bad. Like I kid you not, when she walked in the club, like every freaking dude, like mouth just dropped, and my boy was like. Ain't none of us seen no black and Asian woman before. And when she came through, he he stopped her. He said, man, what the hell are you? And she was like, excuse me? He was like, ma'am, I don't mean no disrespect, but I've never seen a woman that looks like you before in my life. Like, what are you mixed with? And she said, I'm black and Asian, am Filipina and black, da, da, da. You got cousins, sisters that look like you? Like, we having a party. You, you need to come where we at. Bring some more people that look like you. With you to the party, <laughs> and that's as she me, come. Go ahead, go ahead. My bad. She come through with four. See there, sister and a couple cousins. boy. Me
0: love you. What you time. do?
1: Look, let me let me quick What you I'm do? Canceled. What do you do? So, my, call my your wife. Is you what you do? There, <laughs> I did about a week later. I was hooked. I was hooked. Get it out your system, King. Get it out. Don't get yourself in no situation.
0: Exactly. And, and that's why I was just like, I feel like the whole concept of ultimatum, and I know people who have had to deal with that in real life, like scratch the TV show. Like I said earlier, it's like, you can cut, don't say that, or blah, 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 we'll add this into it. It's got to be some, some form of a script to it but I know people who have been given ultimatums and to me, I feel like that's not fair. Like you can't box somebody into a corner because at the end of the day, to me, you're building something on a, a foundation that's not made out of concrete. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying that you're supposed to sit around and wait until that person gets it out of your system because only, you know what you want and what you're ready for but don't tell somebody that they have to speed up their process just because you're ready and vice versa or whatever, because I I think that makes matters worse because you know, and again, not to spoil it. It's like the little Shanique chick. She went through all that hell talking about She was ready to get married and she wants a ring on it. Talk so bad to the dude. He proposed to her. She said yes. And, the engagement didn't last six months and took the ring off. So it's like, are you just satisfied with going through the process just so you can sit in your circle of girlfriends at brunch and show off this ring? Like I, I feel like a lot of that is what it's about. It's not about building with another person or this, this bond. It's more about, the bells and whistles that come with it. I had this big. That's what the second
1: ready. one. That's how the second one is. Would you not agree? Yeah. My number two. <laughs> Want to show off.
0: And it's like, if it if it's not built on realness, it's not going to survive. So why waste each other's time? Like why why go through that? And that's why I said, it, you know, and we're going to close it on this. It's like, it's, it's all one big contradiction. And that's why oftentimes I, I refrain from <laughs> saying what I really want to say because I know it, it will piss a lot of people off and a lot of people are not going to see it from my lens. But I try my best to be as upfront as possible. Like, I'm not going to let you talk me into nothing that I don't want to do. And at the end of the day Like I said in my own Situation I feel like if I would have been With some of the people In my previous relationships And had to go through the things that I've gone through To get to where I'm at now I never would have made it Just off of the pressure alone Mm -hmm. Of you better have This and you need to have that And I need a man that's going to do this And do that because I struggle To get to where I'm at Like I, I done, I done went through the mud and still muddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I never felt the pressure of, I got to do it all right now. And that's Mm -hmm. where I applaud my wife at because she's never put the pressure on me of you better do this. You got to have that. I'm ready for this now. We took it as it came. And that's all I've preached to her the whole entire time It's like, you got to trust me on this. I know you want this. I know you want that. Just allow me to move how I'm moving. And I promise you, you'll get it. I can't tell you how long it's going to take, but I promise you, you'll get it. But you just got to trust my vision. You got to see things how I see it because too many times People bite off more than they can chew just so they can appease the masses. Oh, we got this big car. We got this big house. We got this. We got that. And then five years later, you're borrowing money to keep it or you done lost it and you're divorced and everything is gone. And you got to start back over. And it's like, I don't want that. Let me be patient. And we'll get to the finish line together. Period. Good conversation, man. You, know,
1: you, you got you got lucky, man. You you definitely uh got bought a good one into your life. It was you it's crazy. Bullets, boy. <laughs> they uh I was talking one of my co-workers today. I met his wife uh, a few months ago at a dinner at my boss's house. And uh she seemed pretty down to earth. She was really cool. And I asked him today. We just had this conversation today. And I was like telling him about the show, and I was like So what made you say, "Hey, she's the one"? And everything you just said about your wife and the good qualities about her and being patient and and letting him take his time and to to do things the right way type everything you just said he said to me today, no cap, like it it was crazy. I bought you guys up actually after he was telling me shit.
0: Appreciate it, man. So I said, I I think it's important. I think that's the most important part. Cause it's like, even in a sense, it's like, that would still be an ultimatum. Like I'm ready for a house with the white picket fence and the family photos with the dog and this and that. But (laughs) at the time, (laughs) all you got is fresh J's on your feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know no better. I didn't know how to get none of that type of stuff because I didn't see it. And that, you know, that's a, that goes back to the clip from the beginning. It's like, we didn't see none of that. So whether you want to look at our mother as a victim and why didn't she get no help and all that, that's a whole other conversation. But it's like, I took it up on myself to where it's like, I didn't want my kids to see the things that we had to see growing up. So in order right. to prevent that from happening, allow me to position myself accordingly. And that's what it boils down to. And I'll close with this because I'll show you how, how good I got it. Yesterday was Easter, right? right. So we went and got a ham. She was, you know, had the ham in a little, uh, the little roaster or whatever. And either she accidentally turned the knob or the kids turned the knob or whatever. It turned it up higher. So a part of the ham on the outside was a little, was a little burnt. It wasn't bad. And this is yesterday at like, what, 11 o'clock in the morning? We ain't even had the little Easter egg hunt joint yet. And she's like, I got to go to the store. I'm like, go to the store for what? I'm finna go get another ham. I was like, man, you ain't finna go get another ham. I was like, get another ham for what? I don't like how this one looked. I was like, man, ain't nothing wrong with that ham. No, I don't know. That's not right. I, I don't want to do this. And I'm like, dude. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Like, I had to talk her off a ledge from throwing the whole ham away just because the outside was a little, and it wasn't even burnt. It was just like a dark brown. Right. And I'm
1: $45, like, <laughs> she for the toss.
0: I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, in, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I got it good. Because in most cases, first of all, I ain't finna be cooking. I ain't finna, you know I'm like? I don't have to hear that. No disrespect to, to those who may not be able to experience it or whatever, but it's like, I don't know. Ain't have even to no rib. disrespect. You rubbing it
1: in. They over at <laughs> hungry now with a PB and J. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: just being honest, man. It's like, that to me. A re- ribs touching. <laughs> that to me was just like, damn, like, she was willing to go get a whole brand new ham. And it ain't like we was having family over. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just us. She was willing to go get a whole brand new ham and start all over because the temperature was up, And, and her hands be fire. Like, she go in there with the brown sugar and the syrup and she go in there and pat it all down and it be glazed. All, like, trust me, she put it down and the <laughs> ham was good. Look, like, we had it. Look, tonight. I need to borrow your radar
1: because, look, I had one, the lawyer. She went and bought the little George Foreman rotisserie little oven. She went and got a little chicken or whatever. Man, this fool done put all this damn honey on this raw-ass chicken and burnt the hell out of it before the bird was even halfway done. (laughs) (laughs) That (laughs) shit. What made you put all that damn honey on that damn thing like that? What is wrong with you? Now nah, you gotta let it cook a little bit. Motherfucker, all on the middle. <laughs> now nah, you gotta let it
0: cook a little bit, and then you turn the temperature down and put all that on there, man. Come on.
1: She man. put that motherfucker on from the out the gate. See there? See there? And that
0: goes back to the little clip from the beginning. The chick said, even if you don't know how to cook, just put something in the oven. Bro. Man. Make
1: look. it work. <laughs> Make we it at work. Texas Southern University. Hanging out with a chick there. She got roommates. I watched this girl come in with some grocery bags. I'd have seen this helper come in and she put the groceries up. She got the Red bearing pizza. I'm, I'm sitting back watching her. She took the Red bearing pizza out. They got this big ass microwave. She done put the Red Baron pizza in the microwave. And I hit her up. I was like, hey, I was like, what's your girl doing? She's like, what you mean? I said, why did she put that pizza in the microwave like that? And she's like, "What?" I said. She put a piece in the microwave. She's like, "Girl, what you're not doing? Oh, I'm finna defrost it before I cook it." I was like, "Oh Jesus, Who was her mama? Who oh, raised this girl?" Man. See there. She's <laughs> finna defrost it. See
0: there. <laughs> But people, people will look at us like we attacking women. Man, it matters. Man. Oh God, that happened. Shit, it matters, man. It matters, like. It- Y'all help us and we'll help y'all And we'll come to a common ground in the middle man. Let's help make the world a better place But
1: That's what I'm saying I, I'm, I'm cool I don't need to have No woman to cook for me I'm here for you baby just, Baby my queen JW where you at baby You know who you are
0: <laughs> Shout out JW Cause we need to make that conversation happen man I'm gonna tag you in this too So definitely appreciate JW, you JW you my queen I definitely, I definitely appreciate you, man. And like I said, I hope nobody was offended. It's, it's it's entertaining conversation to me, and like I said, I I open the door to to myself and and let myself be vulnerable and talk about some of my feelings and things like that. And hopefully, people will understand that. And it's like I'm not attacking nobody, bro. But
1: no, no, most definitely. And like like you said, man, this this you right. really like evaluate. It makes you evaluate yourself and. Exactly. Situations you're currently in and your communication with others and how you respond to conflict. and
0: Right. Just
1: make you step back and just like, all right.
0: Exactly. Trying to give I, somebody a damn ultimatum and it all backfires anyway. Like, nah, bro, it's a waste of time. Good stuff, man. We out. All
1: right.
0: <laughs> Ass toasted. No competition. I, need you toasted. I feel so high. I feel so high. Live. My body's in the twine. I, mean, I feel so live, and I know why. That I can't deny. I mean, she's coasting.
1: Giddy, fine wine. Fools, mock liquor. Wish me.